It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List, a podcast about nerd stuff. I am your host, Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. What's up, Simon? Hey, man. <laughs> How's it going, man? Uh, it is all right. Going all right. We are a little out of sorts this week, so I apologize ahead of time. It's going to be a little different. We don't have a lot of trending topic type things to talk about because we just did our first live show on Friday because last week we were frozen solid in the state of Texas. So, uh, yeah, that threw us off a little bit. Yeah, it's been a weird couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just been a weird, like, I so since the kids... Since my you know my life is based around the kids' school year, it's been a weird like their school year. Yeah, I can only imagine not going there for three months, then going there for a few days, and then being out. Of school. It's just so random. It's like the I don't know. Yeah, we're not doing just it today. Weird. Too many people are sick. <laughs> so weird. So yeah, so things are going to be a little different today. There's a few things we're going to talk about. Mezco's Toy Fair. We're going to talk about something that happened today because. You know, we've already talked about most of the nerd news. Usually we talk about the previous week, and we already BSed most of that stuff. So, uh, anything new going on with you before we jump in? Uh, uh, yeah, man, I got my Hellboy PX. Uh, I say Mezco too much, but I got a Mezco Hellboy PX. Yeah, they, need to, they need to cut the check. Yeah, cut the check. Um, he... He's the one that comes with like the crown of fire and the horns and shit and Excalibur. Um, looks pretty good. Yeah, that's freaking sweet. I can't wait to see. I've seen you've been adding uh, animations to your photos and they've been looking badass. Yeah, it's nothing. I mean, it's just an app, but it's it's cool. Yeah, yeah even Madison was like, "Oh man, Simon should do that to some of his pictures." And I'm like that is Simon's picture. So I guess that's a good, a good thing. Yeah, just keep her. As long as she thinks it's not me, I guess it's good. <laughs> like, oh man, yeah, Simon should do that. I'm like, well, that's weird because it is Simon's picture. So, <laughs> does she even read the name that's on there? She just goes for it. No, it's it's me looking at it. Uh, like, I'll have it pulled up on my phone, and she'll be sitting next to me. Uh, and then, because I'll look at it, I don't, I don't know, in Discord or something, and it'll just pop up like that. Yeah, I uh, I also managed to get a, a Master Grade Barbados uh randomly which is kind of cool i don't know if i ever want to tackle that or when yeah that <laughs> sounds that sounds badass um that would be like live stream worthy like you log into our twitch and then you just yeah. put it together a little bit like not on a just casually <laughs> and then like i can also be we could just be talking to each other yeah because that took I, i'd have some nerds on there be like you're not using the right clippers That'd be perfect. We could, we could tell them to eat our butts. You don't sand the joints first? <laughs> like, hell no, man. It'd be perfect. It would just be like this, except you would be building that, and I would be distracting you. <laughs> It'd be perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, yeah, that's badass. It was, so it was just one of those things that's like, it's not that, something we can give to people. So Right, yeah, it's just going to sit there. Uh, that's crazy that stuff like that comes through the pipeline. Well, yeah, Target, they'll just throw any, basically throw anything away. This barely has a scratch on the box. You're like, damn, Target. Target ain't worried about it, man. They said we have the best products. Yeah. If it's got a scratch, throw that shit in the trash. Throw it away. Um, 
Yeah, so that's cool. Um, <clears throat> oh, I was going to tell you, I had this funny story when I was a kid. I remember getting my first Gundam model. This is before the action figures were like a big thing. Hmm. And I was building it. My grandpa came over and I I didn't know. I'd never built a model before. So I was just like cutting all the pieces out. He was like, mm-hmm. do you even know where those go? <laughs> I had the whole thing in yeah. pieces. So I had to like oh my gosh. reverse engineer just by looking at the instructions. Yeah. Of what goes where. Was it one of the small ones? Yeah, it wasn't like terribly difficult. But Those ones aren't too bad. Because I, I remember doing the same thing to a um, whatever the main Gundam wing is. Uh What's the Heroes Gundam from Gundam Wing? The one that can change it to the airplane? I believe it's called Wing Gundam. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is in the title. So he's the title character. <laughs> yeah, I remember having that one and doing the same thing. I've always, I always look at those uh, model kits and I'm like, oh man, I want to put those together. But then I, I don't like things that take a lot of time. So I also thought about it. I was like, oh, I have that Barbados Bandai thing. I don't need another. I thought about giving it to you, but I, I bet Fitz would have a field day smashing it to pieces. Yeah, he would. He definitely would. He's uh, he likes to destroy stuff. Oh, you know. We still haven't got our Silver Surfer in, so that's fun. Did you get yours? Yeah. That's that's bullshit. Well, it's coming from Oklahoma, so it's a little bit <laughs> have to go. Yeah. down thirty five and. Yeah, so we 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 had got the Silver Surfer Marvel Legends. I ordered two of them like a freaking jerk. And Simon got his already. Mine, they don't even, t- they just, when I look on the tracking, they're just like, hey, we don't know. No, yeah, I've got several packages that I've sent through Mercari and then mm-hmm. a Masco Batman that I'm waiting on that I bought on Mercari. And it's like, I don't know. It's in Jacksonville, yeah, we order, I think. We ordered some stuff on Amazon, just some random things. And it was supposed to be here on Sunday, but then uh, Sunday came and it started getting kind of crazy. So, they push things back, and now they're just like, no, nah, we, we don't know, man. We have no idea. <laughs> well, sorry. You'll get it when you get it, and you'll be happy. Yeah, it's so much that we... So we did a we do a giveaway in our Discord every month, which I put it off so long. I was going to do it last week, but then last week everything froze. So finally buckled down and did it this morning, where the top five you know engaging people in the Discord get put into a drawing for some sort of random gift. And I was going to do something... I don't know. I have a, a bunch of different uh, graphic novels and things like that. I have an extra copy of the Marvel Encyclopedia, an extra copy of the DC Encyclopedia. I was going to send something like that out, but I don't want to mess with the mail right now. Mm-hmm. So I just instead the first winner for January is just going to get a month subscription to Comicsology Unlimited. Oh, cool! So that's like all the comics. You know what I mean? Like you can't. There's no way you can even read that many comics in a month. So. I figured it'd be an easy way. I can just send that digitally. That's a nice gift. I can read all the comics at once. Yeah, it's a pretty solid gift. And so, yeah, so as if we can ever get back to a regular mailing schedule, we'll do cooler things. But as of right now, I'm going to try to maybe for the next few months, maybe do some digital stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, it's not like you, you know, pay anything to be in this drawing. So, right. Yeah. Anything cool like that is to me, if someone gave me a month free, I thought it would, I think it would be dope. So, that's going out. If you want to participate in that, you can jump in. It's kind of late to be in February's drawing. We got about a week left. So March, March is a good time to jump in. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm the kind of person that would get that. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And then not read any comic books at all. Yeah. And like <laughs> download it, get it, <laughs> then just sit on your own. Well, when I first signed up for Comicsology Unlimited, I paid for it and everything. 
I didn't read anything for like a month. And then I was on my iPad and I just saw the app. I forgot that it was on there. I was just like, oh, wow, this has so many books on it. I should pay for this. And then it was like, you already have a subscription. <laughs> Freaking wasting money, man. Like an idiot. <laughs> like an idiot. Okay. All right, so we're going to jump into the only trending topic that I really have, and it's only because it slightly agitated me on the internet today, and that is that word on the street is that the Big Hero 6 characters are going to make a Marvel or MCU debut, not specifically the actual characters from the movie, but just the same characters. Mm. And a, a lot of people are just like, whoa, that's so weird that they're mixing just Disney properties with Marvel properties. And what other, you know, what other characters are going to be in there? Are they going to do Buzz Lightyear next? You know, and I'm just like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, man, Buzz Lightyear. Big Hero 6 has been a Marvel property since the 90s, dude. Like, I don't even Stan Lee's in the freaking movie. <laughs> like, I don't understand. People either, again, I know people don't read comic books. It's not a big deal. That's fine. But people also don't even watch these movies that they comment on. He's in the damn movie. He's the the dorky kid's dad. Oh, yeah. So weird, man. So weird. And so I just, I don't know. I've been online and I'm just like, what really is going to, yeah. What really is going to bug me, though, and it's only going to mildly bug me. I'll be over in 15 minutes. but. In the 90s, Sunfire, which is an X-Man, he's a mutant, was the leader of Big Hero 6. And Silver Samurai was part of Big Hero 6 as well. And so once these people that don't know about either one of these properties, you know, run across that image on Google or wherever they go to look for their things, they're going to come up with all these speculations about how this Big Hero 6 show is going to introduce the X-Men. Because that's all they talk about now with WandaVision is that... Yeah, Mephisto, 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 yeah. X-Men, X-Men, X-Men. Yeah. And so it's like, j- just stop speculating, man. It's already a Marvel property. It's not even that far-fetched that they're introducing these characters. You know, maybe they're doing a, a modern version of Agents of Atlas. Jimmy Woo's going to probably lead this team. Hero's going to be young, and that's 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 easy. I don't understand why it's so far fetched for people to um, understand. Yeah, I thought Big Big Hero Six was like a porno uh, parody of. Yeah, it was for the average guy. Yeah, Big Hero Six. It's <laughs> there's no there's no response. I went through like three in my head. None of them are <laughs> PG, even PG thirteen. So <laughs> I'm just gonna say yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man that's all that's my rant i don't that's not no no trending topic or anything like that i just um if you see an angry tweet or something from me i'm over it already yeah that's interesting that they they would bring him into the mcu i guess i don't i don't know i don't care about the mcu anymore yeah <laughs> that's the thing it's just like who, who, why who cares like it's they can do whatever they want and people are going to watch the movies like i think it's cool that they're going out and doing other things um I do think they should do other, you know, other characters. Big Hero Six has a movie and a show and things like that. Like there are other characters, you know. There was a New Warriors show that they made at one point. They had the pilot and everything come out, but um, it went through that whole transition period of where Disney took over everything. Mm-hmm. It was you know, did all the Hulu stuff, and Netflix shows were on the chopping block, so it never came out but i would have loved to see that because i love night thrasher and those guys yeah 
I don't know if you and that hot, go ahead. That hot AT and T chick that um, people oh yeah harass on the internet. She was Squirrel Girl in that show, uh, and so she was she was on the hot and uh, the pilot, but we've never seen it. So yeah, okay. I don't know if you can see this, but I got a sunburn this weekend. I've got a mask <laughs> tan line. I do see it now. I didn't see it until you mentioned it, but I also have the screen really small. So yeah. Oh wow! What are you out there doing, man? Handing out food, dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It's crazy that you got a sunburn when it was freaking cold. I was the only one that got sunburned. <laughs> of twenty people that were out there, I was the only one that got sunburned. I guess it was because I was near snow, you know, because it'll reflect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. It's pretty bad. I mean, it doesn't look that bad on here, but it's like no, red as hell. My screen big. Oh wow! Yeah, I can see. It's crazy. <laughs> It look, you look like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is have, this, this is what man's tan lines would look like. I have I have the our the image is very small in the corner, so I can look at other things on the screen. So I didn't notice it, but now I do. It looks crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so another trending topic you were you were yeah. kind of wanting to bring up since I'm a toy guy is that Mezco had their toy fair, which I guess. <clears throat> Last year, they were probably part of the toy fair, mm-hmm. but because COVID is still going on, this is their own toy fair thing, because in the summer, they have like a Mezco con. Like a, I don't know. Anyway, um, and they had some... I was confused by that myself, um, Yeah, because when I looked at the hashtag, it's a pretty popular thing. Like It was gaining more and more traction, mm-hmm. but the hashtags for Mezco toy fair were nothing. They were like 100 when they first started, but as the weekend progressed, it got bigger. So I was wondering if this was like their first time doing it yeah, or something like that, because I, I, I don't collect figures, but damn stuff like this makes me want to, because whew, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Um, and I don't know why I've started to fall for this brand, but I, I like it a lot. So some things that they revealed were kind of rehashes. They're coming out with a new Superman which is cool. Uh, they just released a 79 Superman. Uh, Christopher Reeves, but this one's more of a comic based uh, because it's, you know, uh, they've come out with a lot of Superman, but it they sell out and they're hard to find. So they're doing some re-releases. Coming out with another uh, Michael Myers. It's not a big deal. They're coming out with a Crow figure for 112 line, which is neat. Yeah, it looks cool. They've done some teasers for their rumble society which is like their uh some of their gomez stuff their some of the things that i photograph like the the ninja gold skull ninja the uh diver guy's name is baron benz doc nocturnal those characters they're all part of this like rumble society so they've done some reveals on new characters for that they look cool one of them looks like i thought it was captain planet yeah because he had- blue skin and his hair is green and i was like oh man that's gonna be freaking sweet if that's like a modern captain planet but it was it's a rumble society one so i'm sure it's like their own yeah he was like spray painting or something he was like mm-hmm. something. they have another one yeah. that looks like an old jet i can tell he's wearing yeah. some kind of like pilot jacket and his head looks like the like the shark yeah, yeah. Jet. Uh, i again i don't collect them you do but I'm a huge fan of it because they, I, I love the look of all the figures. What's nice is a lot of these will come out in like, I have gotten used to like freaking out when something comes out and jumping on and trying to buy it. But a lot of these mm. things come out in quantities that as long as you get there within a couple of hours, you'll get one. 
yeah. um, which is cool. Uh, even the Rumble Society stuff. But you just have to know about it. It won't be there the next day. Yeah. Uh, their first thing that they revealed as part of their, like, it was like a toy chest, uh, was their Craig figure, which is part of the Rumble Society thing. It's kind of a bounty hunter. He's He is a recast of some of their cable parts. They made a cable mm. figure, um, which is cool that they've redone that. But that mm. comes with, like, some other perks and little patches and pins and everything. Uh, big reveal that they had was uh, Fantastic Four, which is cool. I'm curious how that's going to work. Um, I mean, I'm, I imagine it'll be just a box set with, if they do limited accessories, they could probably sell for under 200 or under three. I love the Fantastic Four. Huge Fantastic Four fan. So when I saw that, I was, oh man. Yeah. And then it's the classic look too, which is just right up my alley. Man. <laughs> that's what I said. I said, it's a classic look. And Nicole's like, you don't even like the Fantastic Four. I was like, I like the classic. <laughs> Fantastic Four. See, if I was gonna get any Mezco figures, like I think about the Gomez stuff, and I love those, but this would be the one that would make me actually hit Ads Car. Yeah, the the Gomez things almost seem like people buy them just to, uh, like people either really love them mm-hmm. or they buy them because everybody else wants them. Yeah, or they just use the bodies. I've seen people take apart like really good expensive figurines just to use like feet and yeah. hands and the suit or whatever what's really cool is that they've built sort of this community though you know what i mean and because they've built this community they can sell whatever they want they can just do their most creative thing and people will buy them because of the reasons that you said yeah i appreciate that it's not just licensed stuff yeah same um they also are doing a couple of classic uh planet of the eight things um mm-hmm. Which is all right. They're they're making like a uh, '90s Wolverine, which is cool. They they've had some with the yellow and blue, but this one's like the '90s with kind of the bigger yeah. shoulder pads. Uh, yeah, the bigger fins or whatever you call them on his head. Yeah, he looks cool. I don't know if I'll yeah. if he's my if I'm gonna get him, but the green. Oh, you have the cool one. You have the freaking brown and yellow one. Yeah, that one's that's badass with the giant cock. <laughs> Showing it off. Yeah, I like I like that one a lot. Uh, the Green Ranger, which is cool, so they're kind of going up against the uh, the three zero or whatever. So how does that work with licensing? I guess they just have a deal because I thought Hasbro had that locked down. Well, well, Hasbro also licensed out to that three zero. I think I can't remember oh, the name yeah. of that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or one three or, or zero three, whatever that company is that's making all f- six of them. So do you think they'll make more of them? I'm sure this Green Ranger one is going to sell out because that thing is freaking sweet, man. Yeah, it is cool. I really don't know. I don't know. I reposted it on our Twitter and then people that don't even collect figures were talking about getting it. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, Definitely. And I might get it because I've got the White Ranger. I've got the Lord Dracon or whatever. So it would kind of complete the set because it's even hard to find a Hasbro figure. It really is. Yeah. Uh. Ghost Spider or Spider Gwen, if you want to call her, is another reveal. Mm-hmm. Don't really care about that one, but that's kind of cool. It is cool. Yeah. I'm glad they're making it. Big one for me was the Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that one until so you posted it, and I was I've been on top of it pretty much all weekend. But man, yeah, it looks really good. And again, like I was like, shit, but it's gonna it's gonna sell out fast. But mm-hmm. also, there will be a, as long as you're on top of it, you'll be able to get it. So. That's what I'm looking forward to, definitely. Um, there is a knockoff one I heard about. 
Excuse me, really? but I don't know anything about that. Um, that world in general is really cool. So for them to make a figure, it's just like to me this this brand is all fan service. Like they pick the the things that these fans love, and then they make these stellar figures out of them. So it's just like a, a win win situation for both sides, for sure. And this is also nice because they they basically have been using the same Batman sculpts for a long time. So they have like several like younger Batman, older Batman. They're like sovereign rising ascendant. Like Mm -hmm. they call them different things, but they're all basically the same. So it's cool that they're doing something different. They, they did, they did release an 89 uh, Batman. Batman returns or Batman just Batman. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know when that comes out, but, um, they're releasing that and a Destro figure, which is cool. Yeah, that Destro looks cool. And then a uh, Ultraman, which is kind of neat, I guess, if you're into Ultraman. Ultra- yeah, yeah, Ultraman. Yeah, I thought that one was cool, too. I'm I'm really into Ultraman, so for me, that was a, a cool one. Yeah, yeah, kind of classic look. And then, like I said, more Rumble Society, but I think it's going to be... And again, this is all like... This isn't all coming out tomorrow. This is for like yeah. the next year. Um. Did they did they release full images for any of that Rumble Society stuff? Because I was looking for it. Was it just the teasers? It's just the teasers. Mm-hmm. Like the guy with the beard kind of looks like they came out with the on one twelve day they had the limited twelve figure release and it was just bare and bends, but like they added extra heads where he had like a white beard and stuff. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that might be a variant of some sort or something that adds on to that. I don't know. Yeah. Did they have like a big box like they did for their the uh, Mezco con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Toys Fair, the the Toy Fair one, Toys Chest is what they call it. They did. Uh, that's the one I got that came with Craig. Um, mm. And uh, it, like I said, it comes with like a this weird decoder cog thing yeah. for codes. It'll give you codes for discounts and stuff and patches. That's freaking sweet. All kinds of stuff like that. Not only did they have all of these crazy drops, I mean, it was like, it felt like nonstop. Every time I got on Instagram, it was like a badass new figure or something. But they had, um, like, giveaways the entire weekend, too. Mm-hmm. Which I entered all of them because I figured both of us, if both of us enter, that you know doubles our chances. So then I could just send you whatever, Yeah, if I ever win. They also released, like... So every time, so like you said, every time something would drop, I would be thankful if it's something I didn't want. <laughs> like, oh, good, I don't want that. You know, just for my wallet's sake. They yeah. they do make these like living dead dolls or something. So they make these like deformed, super deformed, whatever you want to call them, like figures with big heads and stuff. Yeah, like baby toys or like baby dolls, kind of. Yeah, they're horror icons usually. They're doing a couple of those. Silent Hill, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, the Adams Family, It. So that's cool, too, if, if you like to collect those. Um, some of them talk. Anyway, yeah, I'm excited, yeah. man. It's going to be... That Adams Family one was probably my favorite one, though. It had Uncle Fester, I think, and, and It yeah. together. Mm-hmm. That one looks... That one looks. I wouldn't buy it, but to me, I was like, oh, that looks cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, my wallet's gonna be hurting forevermore. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's it's. I know it's gonna be a slippery slope if I do ever start buying them. Yeah, surely. Yeah, and it's one of those things like I probably not until my son's a little older. So, like I said, I bought that Silver Surfer was the first figure I bought for myself ever, 
or since, you know, I've been in his old, but I bought two of them and I'm not going to do that forever. I'm especially with toys like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy two 100 plus dollar toys just because. Right. Yeah. 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 So. For, for me, anytime any of these figures, Moffex, figure arts, whatever, if I care enough about the figure, I'll pay for it. Like what mm-hmm. I want. I'm also not just letting it sit on a shelf. So that's a little different. Yeah. That would be different for oh, yeah. me if they were just like there. Yeah. I don't know if I could spend that kind of money. Yeah. Just to be like, like I do want that. There it is. I do want that Moffex Ben Riley, and I do want that Moffex Azrael Batman. Mm. Those are both very, very cool looking toys. I ended up getting the Moffex Peter B. Parker. Yeah. I sold my Revoltech Spider Man. I saw that it was for sale. Yeah, I always wanted a classic uh, Spider-Man among like my movie one and my video game one and all that. And uh, anyway, but I decided to buy him because you can like take his legs off and he is classic pudgier (laughs) Spider-Man. Not too bad. They didn't like overdo it. But then you can make him look all homeless too. So it's pretty Mm -hmm. cool. It's like three figures in one. Oh, hell yeah. That's pretty dope. So... But that's it. That's it for the toy news that I know of. I think that's it. I'm, oh, Hasbro had some drops too. Hasbro had oh yeah yeah villains villains wave yeah yeah. Which, I'm going off the top of my head, I think they had the hood. Mm-hmm. They had Mephisto, not Mephisto, Dormammu, mm-hmm. Red Skull, God Emperor Doom, which was really cool because in battle or in Secret Wars, he rips out. Thanos's spinal cord and skull, and that comes with the God Emperor Doom, so that's cool. Yeah, um, I can't remember what other ones come with that. Oh, the Supreme Scientist Supreme uh, from AIM. Yeah, so that one's cool. I imagine that people are going to use that hood figure because you can take the cape off and it's just like a regular guy. Yeah, that's screaming. So I figure that's going to be something that's going to sell out because it's an army builder. Yeah, probably they always have one, and I didn't realize this about Stilt Man, but so the legs, like the stilt mm. legs, came with the uh, hand ninjas. Yeah. And I didn't think about it, but you could take the feet off and you could buy a bunch of hand ninjas. I've seen toys that were like four feet tall. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, stilt so have I. So I was I. like, that's incredible. Like, I never would have thought great. about that. But you also have to be able to find the hand ninjas because... They've been coming. They've been showing up. I, I've, have I have seen one in real life. Oh hell yeah! I saw somebody post online that their their Walmart had completely restocked, and that's the only thing they had on the shelves. But I haven't seen them at our store. Yeah, it's weird. Hasbro is just—I don't know. If, I don't know if if some things like let's say like the Silver Surfer. I know that's a Walgreens exclusive, but Blech. sometimes I wonder if like everybody buys them up and they'll just never reach the shelves because they're out of stock. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the Silver Surfer thing was crazy because they did it that morning. And within like an hour, they took it off the website completely. So maybe it never even made to the show. I don't know if they have like a par four stores. Yeah. I've all, online. I don't, I don't know. I've always wondered that too. And I, it's like, I don't want to be like a flipper scum, but at the same time paying for, you know, some of these figures are expensive. And I bought that Silver Surfer because I was like, yeah, I'd love one. But then I'm seeing what people are selling on them for in the resale market. And I'm like, I don't want to be that dick that I hate. Yeah. I saw one for a hundred bucks yesterday. Oh, no way. Yeah, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> I saw a guy online that was uh, he was on TikTok or something. He was he made like four videos of him hunting this 
figure down at wa- all these different Walgreens. And just like, that sucks, man. I got two of them. <laughs> at least you don't just have two to like, I'm keeping this one yeah. in the package and I'm putting this Well, I am, keeping that one. I am keeping that one in the package. Well, again, but it's still for you, though. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not like, yeah, I, I'm not yeah. going to sell mine because I just can't do that. And what's lucky is that I have that other one that I can mess around with and, and you know, yeah. play with because it'll be my son. And even then, I'll probably be like, yeah, these are both mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't touch it. <laughs> I think that's all we got. Oh, the Build-A-Figure with the villains, the um, package of Zemnu, which a lot of people don't know about. I, I think he's cool because I, I read and and the immortal Hulk and he's like an old Hulk villain, but I don't feel like it's a lot of one that some, that a lot of people are going to look for. Yeah. There was one guy we saw on TikTok that was like, this is the first one that I've wanted all the figures and the build of figures crap. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just no, not a lot of people know about it. It's very, I feel like you have to be reading the Hulk to even care about that character at this point. Cause he's like from the eighties. He's also got like a cup on his face. Yeah. Like he's like a crotch cup. He's a cool character, but he sucks. Um, that's it. That's all we got, folks. That's all. That's all there is. See you guys next time. It's been real. Dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just kidding, folks. We're going to take a second to listen to some ads, even though I know this is on, like close to the halfway mark. But we're still going to do it. So we will be right back. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, welcome (laughs) back, folks. (laughs) Thank you for taking a second to listen to those ads. And as always, if you didn't, that's okay, too. Yeah, and ads always. <laughs> clever. Very clever. This is the part of the podcast where we review a trade. Some people say it's a trade review. I am probably the only one that says that. Some people say that. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> and we were supposed to record last week. This whole month of February, we were doing the whole Black History thing. We were reading characters written from... Black creators, uh, predominantly black stories. Today we're reading Quinn Credible, which I have been botching this name every time I'm not looking at it. I say Quinn Vincible. I say Quinn's Credible. Yeah, it is Quinn's Credible is what I kept saying. Yeah, so it's Quinn Credible, Volume One, 
quest to be the best. Invulnerability is a pretty useless superpower if you've only got a 100 pound frame to back it up. That's what our main character's life has become when he went from a small guy who got beat up to a small guy who can't get hurt after the meteor shower dubbed the event gifted him with the power of invulnerability, but no other powers to complement it. Before we get into this, this is a book from Lion Forge Comics, and Lion Forge was really taking off before the pandemic hit. Uh, it's a smaller publisher. They were founded in 2011 by David Stewart and Carl Reed, and it was basically a, a publisher to give ethnically diverse characters an outlet to create ethnically diverse characters, which sounds great. They had got all kinds of properties, though, that they got... They did the um, Voltron comic that was related to the Netflix series. They had Knight Rider, Miami Vice. They got a Punky Brewster book, Saved by the Bell, which aren't things that you think are great books, but those are still fairly big properties for a small publisher. Mm -hmm. So they were on the up and up. They were doing really good, but the pandemic hit. And for me, I'm not going to say they fell off because that's, I'm not, you know, I have no idea of what their current state is. But the pandemic hit everybody, so I just haven't heard much from them lately. Yeah. And Quincredible is tied into this bigger cataclysm event with their other characters in their universe, which I was weary because I this is one of the books that I haven't read. I've read Noble and I've read a few of their other books. Yeah. But I was worried about this because I was like, oh, man, I haven't read it. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to put Simon in a situation where he needs all this back reading. But in my opinion. I feel like you didn't really. No, I didn't know it was part of a bigger thing. Yeah, they everything that it connected to, they kind of hinted at throughout the entire thing um, pretty well. So I I did appreciate that. And uh, I think Simon's going to start us off reading through the book. I didn't really take notes this time. So if I start muddling around and you're watching this, uh, forgive me. If you're listening to it, I'll try to fix it. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) That's just me. Simon's going to kill it. So now maybe take it away. All right, so the story opens with our main character, Quinn, surrounded by tech and junk, uh, working on a defense system for his home. Uh, he is in New Orleans, and in this world, uh, Katrina has happened, um, and there was a meteor shower, so he's looking at a defense system to kind of alert him of these events so he can avoid them and help his family out. Um, He has a good father figure that wants him to go out and make friends or not, but have fun and not worry about this defense system. Uh, Quinn has a fairly good attitude. I really appreciate the love that he exudes. He's not angsty like a lot of teens are portrayed, but he is Mm -hmm. bullied. We see in here that he lives in New Orleans, as I said, and has faced uh, several tragedies, including Katrina and a meteor. I just said that. Sorry. (laughs) I write these things down and then I'm like, jump ahead and then I read them again. Um, so he's uh, at school. He's crushing on a small girl, which is uh, uh, a smart girl, which is refreshing. I feel like yeah. nerds are usually after vapid chicks, you know, like the popular girl, whatever. But she's actually politically active, uh, smart girl. So it's really refreshing to see that. Um Quinn goes to a community meetup to discuss the political nature of the hurricane and meteor shower that seems to, uh, and other natural events that seem to kind of have it out for New Orleans. It's basically like 
this crowd has gathered and they're kind of talking about these cataclysmic events or whatever you want to call it being like not part of nature mm-hmm. if that makes sense um so like i said they they talk about it like it's a political thing um and what's cool is at this community event we see our first glimpse of like a real deal superhero you don't quite realize what kind of book this is going to be other than some hints on the cover and stuff until you actually see the superhero that lands at this community meetup um and here we see another character which is uh uh another character that's a big deal throughout the book his name is dr do you remember the character that pops up at the meeting the give his quick remarks and then flies away no 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 the guy that's speaking at the meeting oh no one second sorry dr davis i believe yeah yeah, yeah, dr. yeah davis. It is dr davis so dr davis is kind of like uh he's political in nature he's like a community activist um so while they're at this community meetup the cops break up the peaceful meeting and, and they seem to kind of have it out for the attendees um mm-hmm which is weird. I don't know. It seemed like a peaceful thing. It didn't seem like it was a problem at all. And all of a sudden the cops come in acting crazy, which yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they do. Right. <laughs> I'll speak crazy. Once or twice. Yeah. Um, so while they're there, uh, the girl that Quinn likes kind of gets pulled aside by this cop and starts getting assaulted and he throws a rock at this cop. Um, so the cop starts chasing him. Uh, as he's being chased, he's saved by another superhero, Glow, um, who sees his power of invulnerability because Glow basically blasts this cop and Quinn off the roof of a building. Yeah, what a terrible superhero. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. <laughs> like, you didn't even look before you left. You just, like, shot him off the here, off the yeah. roof. Uh, Quinn is unscathed as he you know, hits the ground, but the cops kind of messed up. Um, yeah, like it looks like he's dead, but he, I mean, he's not, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely messed up. And he sees Quinn walking away later and like notices who he is. Um, but anyway, she kind of discovers his power of invulnerability because he's not nary a scratch on him and talks to him a little bit about, gives him the whole speech about like, you should use your powers for good. You should help us out. And he kind of complains to her that invulnerability, as you said in the synopsis, really doesn't, if you don't have anything that goes with it, it's just kind of like whatever. Especially mm-hmm. if you're just some skinny kid. Um, But, you know, he is kind of inspired to use this gift. He decides to test his invulnerability on some bullies that earlier in the story had beat him up like first couple pages, beat him up, take his headphones and just kind of leave him there. He's like, I'm not no. hurt, but they steal his shit. And, uh, he goes to this guy's house, tricks him into, you know, separating the group of three guys, steals his headphones back. And as he's running, one of the guys pulls a gun over <laughs> some beats and shoots yeah. him. Luckily he gets away, realizes he's again, unscathed. Uh, which reinforces the fact that he knows he's invulnerable. Though, mm-hmm. like everyone in this situation, you don't really know like how far that goes. Yeah, he doesn't really. He never, and he says that he's never tested the 
extent of his powers. Yeah. So he doesn't get sick. He's never, he hasn't got a cut since the meteor, but like he doesn't know if that applies to bullets because bullets are extremely powerful. So what a way to test it. Right. Yeah. You don't even know. Maybe it's three bullets. I can only take three bullets in my entire life. (laughs) Yeah. But at the end of the issue, Gwen decides to be a hero. And uh, we kind of get a glimpse at our antagonist for the whole thing. He's draped in shadow, but he talks about taking over New Orleans. And uh, that's basically uh, kind of a short synopsis of how uh, issue one kind of plays out. Yeah. So. What did you think about this? Uh, Let's talk about issue one. I'm not going to ask you your initial thought on the whole book. What did you think about issue one? I like the introduction. it was. What do you think about the characters? Uh, some of them are a little cliche, but for sure. I mean, the, I don't know how you start a book like this without being a little cliche because yeah. readers don't want to read a whole backstory about every tragedy that's ever happened to this character. Yeah. They want some backstory of the character, some of his immediate, you know, whatever, and then get to some action. If that's mm-hmm. the if you're getting a comic book for superheroes, you're gonna want to see that. I appreciate it. it was a little refreshing, like you talked about. You see this character as a teenager, but he's not so angsty. Mm-hmm. They switched it up. Usually, trauma is a huge part of characters like this, especially teenage characters or becoming the hero. It's usually it's usually not a decision that's just made. He makes the decision to be a hero, even though he's reluctant, even though he's obsessed with superheroes, um, you know, and he only has the power of invulnerability. You know, he's still just like some weak kid, mm-hmm. but he's smart. I do appreciate that they made him at least smart, even though it's varying how sometimes he's a genius in this book. Sometimes he's just like kind of smart. <laughs> um, yeah. I did appreciate that. Like he has both his parents. It's not like Peter Parker. It's not like Spider-Man rehash where his parents are gone and somebody gets killed and makes him, you know, want to be a hero. So I did appreciate that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I I agree. It's very cliche origin story, teenage origin story though. Yeah. Which isn't bad. It isn't a bad thing, but it, it is a note for sure. I feel like with anything that we read, if you can come up with a pretty, like a standard, first issue the second issue is really where it's going to shine because yeah there's a lot you have to pack into that first issue um, yeah yeah you're basically world building and introducing the entire first issue mm-hmm. i did appreciate that it we talk about it almost every episode being able to drop in somewhere and for the most part we dropped into this world even though it's a bigger cladic uh, catalyst event i think is what it's called and even though it's a bigger world, all these different characters' stories, you don't need to know all of it right off the bat. There's not a lot of referencing to old stuff except the things that matter to this character. So I did appreciate that. Even with the introduction of Glow, you just know that there are other superheroes. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know why she's like why she's there. She's just there, and that's okay because it's sort of referenced. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and um it's kind of based in reality, right? With Katrina and other things and it being in a real city. And that's another thing I liked about it. It was in new Orleans. It wasn't in Manhattan. It wasn't in anywhere. Either California or California, either San Francisco or freaking New York. Yeah. Not Chicago, (laughs) not Detroit. Yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. I I appreciated that too. 
All right, what do you think about the art? It's obviously a smaller publisher, mm-hmm. so it's got smaller. You know, it doesn't have the big, huge artist names on it. Um, I it was okay. Um, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It's middling. Well, that's where, and that's kind of where I say it, it's a, it has a smaller publisher feel and look for for me. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, you know, um, this artist is talented. But not to Marvel DC huge name level. Like there's things obviously to be worked on. Yeah. And I I'm not and I want to preface that with saying I'm no <laughs> expert. You should see me try to draw a room. It's it's just that you can tell it kind of has a smaller publisher vibe, which is not a, a it does the job. Right. And and this artist does things some things really really well, and some yeah. things you can tell may have been rushed, but. One thing that I will say that, and I could, I was going to save this, but I'll save the art notes for the end, for the final thing of what I think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was issue one. I enjoyed it. Uh, this is a book, the first book that I've read that, or the first book that we reviewed that I haven't read before. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I'm enjoying this first issue so far. The character's relatable, especially to me. I was a kid that in my younger days, probably before high school, I, I, I found it hard to figure out what age he was in or what grade he was in. Mm-hmm. I know he's in high school, I guess, but yeah, probably pre-high school times, I kind of felt like this. Like I didn't really have a select group of friends. I didn't really have, you know, I, honestly, until I was in college, I didn't have a core group of friends like I do now. Right. Um. So I kind of, you know, I kind of felt a lot of that. I had both my parents, and so I, I have a great home. And so I, I felt a lot of these things. And so I could relate, and maybe that's why it pulled me in to that a little bit more. Sure. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Issue two, I don't have a lot of notes. Again, Simon, it's going to make me look bad. But let's see what we can talk about. <laughs> I actually Issue two's, rewrote okay. my note. Like, last week, I did a lot of, like, shorthand stuff, but you had these nice, yeah. <laughs> like, well-thought-out paragraphs. So I was like, okay, I'll go back and actually make some complete sentences. Yeah, so yeah, I did the opposite this time. We were trying to help each other out, and <laughs> we just flipped it. I had some notes, but then I'm just like, I'm just going to wing it. Because I, I also just read it today. So I was like, oh, it's fresh on my mind. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Quinn, credible, issue number two. Basically, Quinn is deciding that he wants to be a hero. Yeah, I think he starts out, he's doing uh, parkour for dummies, or whatever it was in the book. It was a different name I thought yeah, it was clever. Yeah, Keeping it from his family, the typical thing. I like this issue because it's all about him learning to become a hero by himself. Something that Glow tells him in issue one is that, because he asks her, will you teach me? And she's like, I'm not going to teach you. You've got to figure all that on your own. Nothing seems to be going right. And again, it's like you said before, it's sort of cliche. He goes to school. His gr- the girl that he likes introduces him to her boyfriend, which is kind of like this jock douche. <laughs> That's the worst character. Like, I know people like that, so I was just like, oh, that guy's the absolute worst. But you see him starting to try more, and I like it. It was like the this whole ep- issue is basically like the Rocky training montage, mm. but without the music behind it. So he's in gym class. Like, <clears throat> not a hero going through expert hero training, but he's a a high school kid he's in gym class climbing the rope the coach is like i've never seen you try before yeah and he's and it's the inner monologue he's like i'm just going to show all these people to him it's more of a uh 
proof to people that he's just not this nerd or, you know, nobody that he himself thinks he is. Doing these push-ups, you can't barely do push-ups. I can relate to that being that age. You know, there's a guy next to him on the workout bench who's putting up real weights and he has these, you know, tiny, tiny uh, dumbbells. I just thought it was great, man. As far as like seeing him develop on his own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you see these characters that are always badass. Like you see Spider-Man, you see Captain America. You see all these characters. They're just like badass, combat driven, all this experience. And it's just this kid. He has no idea what he's doing but he's trying to think of every little thing that he can. And he starts to go into using his mind more, mm-hmm. which he should. He knows that these guys are, I think it's a retirement home. They're, these thugs are always messing with. I don't know what the building is. It's like a church or something, like a community center or something like that. So he's watching and he's waiting for these guys to break into this place and he's going to stop them. I thought it was cool. He did it like, sort of fred from scooby-doo he had a trap set up for him <laughs> they they run out of the they run out of the church and they slip get caught by a net perfect his first crime busted success you know he even does the thing like hey don't tell it to me tell it to these guys the cops and as soon as the cops get there they're like freeze yeah. get on the ground <laughs> he's like, which that's why i say he's a genius and maybe it's not maybe it's him being naive not being stupid because he is a kid or a younger person. So the kid, the cops show up and it's this guy in a ski mask dressed in all black in this building that just got broken into. So they're just obviously doing their job, but he doesn't realize that. He runs away. He gets hit by not one, but two cars, <laughs> which I thought was great because when the cop, he can't run forever. So he's in the middle of the alley undressing. This cop catches him and he's like, hey, did you see this guy limping away? He's about your size. And he was like, limping? But yeah, he just got hit by two cars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, this guy should be dead. He was like, no, they didn't see him. So, I mean, that plays, luck plays a huge part in that because, uh, yeah, that guy, a normal person would be throwing up blood. <laughs> What's cool, though, is that I think it's like, the, it's not even the same night. It might be the next night, next day, he sees these guys breaking into another building, different guys breaking into another building. And we see this superhero just—he decides that he's going to try to stop him. Doesn't know what he's going to do, but he needs to do something because he has to stop the crime. He's the hero now. Before he can act, this karate master superhero—I think his name's Cobra—yeah, shows up, starts kicking ass, right? <laughs> Which I love this scene because he's like, "Okay, well, I'm still going to help. I'm probably even more inclined to help now because I really don't have to do much and still get some of the, those bonus points." They have a cool intermission. They have a cool uh, interaction with each other. He's like, who are you? He tells him his name. And then he just gets smoked. <laughs> He's about to tell him, like, oh, hey, thanks for your help, but I got this. And then he just gets freaking laid out. Yeah. Which is insane. We find out that the somebody supplying these regular kids, street youths, I guess we can call the them. The youths. With this extreme, it looks like alien technology, but it, it doesn't ever get explained that way. It's just technology. Yeah. Advanced laser weapons. And then so they blast Quinn. Obviously, he's still okay. And then they start chasing him. Well, that's, and so the, that's the end of issue two is where he gets, where Cobra gets shot. 
Oh yeah, Cobra gets shot and they're over they're on top, they're standing on top of him. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. they're like, hey man, don't worry about him, you worry about yourself. Right. Yeah. What do you think about issue two? Well, uh, like I said, you know, you, we start seeing the action now that we're in issue two. I think it's uh it's cool that he decides to go out and help. It's unfortunate. You know, it's one of those things this this deals a lot with race, it deals a lot with income bias and things like that and of, and of course you know he's wearing a ski mask it's unfortunate that the police like hey you like yeah they don't they don't take a second to um talk to him right which i mean granted kind of makes sense but well like i said he it's his being naive he's yeah. wearing all black and a ski mask right outside of a building that just got broken into like anybody would assume that that person is a bad guy yeah 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 um but uh, it was <laughs> it was funny to see him get bounced between those cars and just be fine and take off his hoodie and the cop is like doesn't know anything you know like yeah. like Captain America and his hat and sunglasses like yeah. oh I don't I don't know who that is um but this one I I liked it I liked it it up to Annie a little bit uh, mm-hmm. I liked that he jumped right in and like you said he he uses his brain you know because that's what he has he's vulnerable and he's smart. Um, though he's still like a young high school kid, he's probably like a. It seems like a sophomore, maybe a freshman. To yeah. be a hundred pounds, he's got to be young. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like it doesn't have as it doesn't have as much backstory. Like the first one wasn't riddled with backstory, but it was the first issue. Right. This issue didn't have you didn't we didn't have to deal with all that, so it got pretty much the ball rolling on the story. Right. Right. And so I, I like appreciated it. that. I like how they widen up the world with uh, Cobra. So you see, now we've seen three heroes, you know? So um, that's pretty cool. I agree with what you said about the art. There's some there's some panels that are just, that are, in my opinion, the level of, you know, the big two. And then some stuff is a little looser. It's like Dragon Ball Z. You can tell which episodes were yeah, <laughs> animated by favorite, who. My favorite episodes were the good ones and then I would hate coming home and seeing those episodes where it was animated by someone else. Yeah. But uh, I hate it. So bad. I I enjoyed it too. Um I like the action. A little bit more action. Again, this whole training montage to me was perfect. I didn't mention it, but we did get a little history of his dad. His dad was uh, in the military. Mm-hmm. Relatively good parents. Again, like we said, both of his parents are great. Uh this isn't the issue where we learn about his mom. But yeah, this is it's it's good. It's a good issue. I'm still into it. So yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It's it's going somewhere, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Issue three, where are we at? All right. So the issue begins where issue two ends uh, with Quinn trying to save Cobra, um, who was shot in the last issue by this like beam of light. Um. Quinn jumps through the window of a corner store, which I don't know how difficult would that that would be. Uh, I feel like you would have to have a little bit of mass behind yourself to do that. But um, he goes in and he tells the worker to hide in the fridge for safety. He's like, what is invulnerable to lasers? As if this worker has ever thought about that yeah. before in his life. <laughs> but he's like, the fridge? He said, get in there. So while he's in that store, he gets blasted by that same laser. Um, and it kind of crashes him into all the stuff. He he shakes it off, which is good news. He again, he doesn't know how 
far his invulnerability will go. Um, I thought it was funny. At this point, he's like, after he gets <laughs> blasted by the laser, knocked back and all that stuff, he decides to get in the fridge too. Which I feel like at that point is like putting this worker in jeopardy. But um, Deus, yeah, I thought the same thing. Yeah, Deus Ex Machina, there's a roof hatch in the fridge. And he's like, hey, guy, you can escape that way. <laughs> like, yeah. What? I don't know. Uh, uh, that seems like something that doesn't exist, but cool. Um, yeah, I've been, I've worked in restaurants my whole life. Uh, they don't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just get stuck in there and die. Um, as he, so he hides in the fridge and the guys come looking for him, uh, in the building among all the, the stuff that he's knocked over. And he like, like lures him into the, the fridge. There's a lot of that. Like, Hey, come over here. Yeah. Hey, book. hey. Uh, and he just drops some box inventory, whatever's in the fridge on him and kind of knocks them out. Um, which is lucky that it wasn't just like full of like snowballs, hostess snowballs or something yeah. like what is Or this? a bunch of empty boxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at this point, the cops catch the robbers, but one of them uh, like is in the back seat, and you see that it's the bully that has attacked him at the beginning that like pulls mm-hmm. the gun on him for, or, well, it wasn't him that pulled the gun, but anyway, a part of that group. Yeah. And he notices Quinn just kind of by the way he stands. He's, he know, he's known him for years. And so, yeah, that's what he says. He says he's been beating him up for years. So he kind of knows his voice, the way he talks, the way he moves. Sort yeah. Of thing. And it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. Like, he loves him. Like if you were wearing a mask and you came in and rubbed my house and you were like, "Hey," <laughs> like yeah. I would know. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, uh, let's see. So, uh, okay, so we kind of feel like that's there's something there, right? Because this this police recognize who he is. So Cobra finally is up from the blast and meets with Quinn on the roof. They love roofs, even short roofs. Yeah. Uh, and Glow shows up too. Uh, he gets an underhanded pep talk, <laughs> kind of about his performance, and then we learn about the hit on superheroes, and perhaps that's why Cobra was shot. Uh, we learn that there's been several superheroes that have been shot at with these lasers throughout the New Orleans that night. Um, and it kind of seems like no one really likes Enhanced, like they're all kind of, it's almost an X-Men situation. Um, mm. Like some some people are for it, some people are against it, but it seems to be fifty yeah. fifty. Um, later on, you see a nice little heart to heart between Quinn and his crush, um, and you kind of see like a different perspective in superheroes uh, about superheroes in general because he talks about how heroes, you know, they're just people like they do the best they can with what they're given. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of nice because usually you think of people like Superman is like, oh, this is a perfect guy, but him again, he's just a dude, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was a cool, it was a cool moment too because he also relates it to police officers. He says, you know, a lot of people think it's all or nothing. You, it, it's not all. It's like just like there are good cops and bad cops, there are bad superheroes and good. They're just all people. Like it, it's all situational. There's no. You can't lump all these groups in together. And I thought that was a cool moment. Without saying, you know, obviously this book deals with all these overtones, racial overtones, things like that. But it's it's cool that so far it's been able to talk about it in a way that's not like doesn't beat you over the head with it. 
yeah yeah a lot of nice uh metaphors and mm-hmm. things like that um so in this issue quinn's a little bit more angsty but i guess it's he has more responsibilities that he feels like he needs to be yeah care of. And it's like a testosterone boost you know he's been working out he's you know his his girl is the girl he likes has a boyfriend now like he keeps getting knocked down in these situations. So I feel like that's kind of a reason for to be a little bit more angsty. Yeah. You know, he's through, going through puberty probably. <laughs> yeah. At that time. We all know how awkward that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, let's see. And so the bully outs him as Quinn Credible to the main villain. And the dude's like, send some dudes over to his parents' house or whatever. Mm-hmm. So some dudes show up. And his make him his parents call him and like, hey, if you don't come over here right now, we're gonna shoot your parents. For me, that really, I was like, what? Yeah, (laughs) really escalated the story to me. Went to eleven real fast. Yeah, I was like, what is this? It was like a sweet kind of corny superhero book, which I like it, like kind of campy Spider Man type book. And then it's just like, yeah, we're gonna shoot your parents in the head if you don't come home right now. (laughs) We're gonna Facetime it to you. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. So Quinn at this point and Glow go to help his parents, and that's pretty much uh where the issue three kind of lands on a uh cliffhanger, so to speak. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. I liked it. What did you think about this? Is the pacing still okay to you? So I think the pacing is okay. I will say that there are some extreme events that you know, as you were just saying, like, you think this is going to be a sweet little superhero book because some things are very, very quaint and, like, cute and whatever, and then all of a sudden his parents are held hostage with guns to their heads. Or, like, he's being shot for a pair of beats or whatever his headphones were. Whatever, you know, it's like... Yeah, it was the same feeling. Like, the guy pulls out the gun and shoots him in the back? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh, The the 2.11, like, cranking it to 11 like that for little reasons like that. Don't make a lot of sense. I could, I understand what they're trying to do, especially yeah. when. And I'm sure that happens in people's lives, you know. Um, yeah. That, I fortunately, has not happened in my life, but I'm sure that some people live that life where it gets cranked to 11 out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I do. Overall, I'm enjoying the the series. You know, the, I think the pacing is okay, and Same. I don't have a lot of complaints. Same. The art is again; it's doing its job. Like, we've read books with art that is not ready yet. Mm-hmm. I would say that um, this is good for... It's a small publisher, again. And I feel like it does its job. Some of the panels are just so good. Some yeah. of the facial expressions, some of the interaction between characters, some of the panel placement is just so good. But like you mentioned before, some of it is just um, rushed. And And I want to say, again, very clearly... I am no art critic. I'm no professional artist myself. Um, I just read a lot of comic books. So I have sort of a, you know, experience reading pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's some like you see. Like they, I don't know, they shoot the laser and you can tell in this one panel that the artist is really trying to make something cool with this, like the way that they have the foreshortening and like he's running kind of strange. They really want to add that motion, but in the end it comes out kind of clunky. 
Yeah, sometimes uh, I, I pay attention to backgrounds a lot. Like that's uh, as I get older, things like that environments are important to me. I'm a huge Jack Kirby fan. If you know me, I'm a huge Jack Kirby fan. And his thing was just insane, unnecessary detail to backgrounds. Like added, like you don't even need those sort of details, but that's kind of my thing now, kind of into that. And so, like, there would be the time where they're in the store and you would see bottles on the shelves that just kind of look like they were just the shapes of bottles. Like, no distinct, any sort of um, detail to it. Which I get it. Those aren't very important things. But to me, as a comic book fan, personally, those are things that I look at. Why are these bottles not more distinct? I couldn't tell if they were syrup, maple syrup bottles, or if they were Jim Bean bottles. Yeah, that would be if it was set in Canada. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's just that's a uh, maple syrup convenience store. All right, issue four. So as we mentioned, Danger has followed Quinn home, which is the thing that he didn't want to happen, which nobody wants to happen. But it was bound to happen because he's not a very good superhero so far. <laughs> His parents are in harm's way. It sucks. Again, it kicked it up to 11. It was pretty insane. I'd like a little bit more explanation when it comes to how glow knows he needs her around because in issue three he just drops to his knees having a panic attack about losing his parents you see this very good panel of just his relationship from being born to all these moments of his life with his parents and then she just like kind of pops up like you said it's just sort of a convenience thing mm-hmm. is she always watching him and then like she lets all this shit happen just because she does mention it like if i helped you every time you wouldn't learn, but like, he's a kid. <laughs> Makes you think that maybe she's following him around. Yeah. So she's just not a very good superhero. We've already established that, I guess. Why didn't she stop Cobra from getting just straight blasted? I don't know, but she, the more I look at her, she kind of looks like she like probably doesn't have ears or something. Like, she kind of looks like a lizard person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So they set up shop and they try to strategize. He, she's a great character for him because she's walking him through it. She's not giving him the answers. She's, but I mean, she also realizes it's a stressful situation. So she's like, Hey, what do you got to use? What do you have? You know, mm-hmm. you talked about your home defenses. How could you use that? And you know, he's basically running through it and she's talking him through it, sort of, like I said, calming him down because so he can use his other superpower, which is his brain, you know? They figure out that they can do all these things and get into the attic. He has all these. I'm going to save you. You know, I'm not going to break down all the defenses, but how they can get into the attic, cut the lights off. Some of the things I didn't get, like there was one part where this guy touches the fridge, maybe. And that's where I talk about like the background and things like that are important to me. Like he rubs his hand up against the fridge or some sort of giant box and then he's electrocuted and taken out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is, but it's a big electric box. He probably shouldn't touch it in general in the first place. <laughs> so they're in the attic and they're doing the whole thing. Like we'll lure him into the attic, into the shadows. Which I guess if you if you didn't have super strength or anything like that, like you would have to use the shadows to your advantage, which is is cool. Start turning off the powers. They take him out Home Alone style one by one. Now there was a very cool a very cool scene where one of the guys gets up top. And, um, well, he, again, he, okay, before I start with that, sorry, he has cameras everywhere, so he can kind of watch where they're at. So that also helps. Mm-hmm. There's a cool scene where 
one of the guys actually gets to the top of the attic and it's like a full page where Glow uses her ambiguous light powers. She even says in the previous issue, like, hey, I just have light. That's all. That's my whole power set. It's a full page where she illuminates them, blinds them. I don't know if it knocks them out or if they knock them out afterwards. They just go to the next page. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one by one, they go downstairs and, and they do the same thing. She blinds a dude. He falls back and pulls the trigger. Even though she, one thing that bugged me is even though she knows that he's invulnerable, every time he gets blasted, she's like, no. Yeah. He gets blasted. She's like, oh, no. But then he gets up and he's like, I'm fine. Remember. I'm good. <laughs> Remember? His parents are saved. They in, they take out all the bad guys. And his parents are cool with it. Which was sort of refreshing, too, because you usually see like the overbearing parents like, you can never be a hero. No, you can't do this. You you know, you're, it's so dangerous. But they're just like, you know, you have superpowers. What else are you going to do? <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They have a good conversation. I think it might be in the, even in the next issue, if I could steal that part. They have a conversation with each other because Glow builds to the assumption that somebody is hunting superheroes. So they need to meet with the other superheroes. So they leave. With the parents, and I think it's in the next issue, have this conversation like, what are we going to do? Our son has superpowers. Like, well, I guess as long as he, you know, does his homework and keeps his room clean, he can be a superhero, which I, <laughs> which you ever see in comic books, which I thought that was cool. Just sort yeah. of re- refreshing. Um, yeah, and I think that's how it ends. They leave. You find out that Dr. Professor Davis is <laughs> actually, <laughs> is actually working with the main antagonist. We mm-hmm. learn his name. I can't remember what it is. Sorry. It starts with a V, but I had trouble remembering it yeah. too. So apparently he's got all the influential people in this town working together. They're going to use these weapons to take out super. He really hates superheroes. Oh, so- I'm sorry. His name is Alexander Zelim. Hmm. So he really hates superheroes and they want to basically take him out is what I gathered. And once they take out the superheroes, it will be easy for them to take over New Orleans, I guess. I guess. I don't know. It's very vague villain plot. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take over this town. One thing that I did they go to the they go to a they meet the other superheroes in a uh funeral not funeral, a graveyard. Which New Orleans is well known for their over the top graveyards. So I thought that was cool that they actually have some New Orleans type things in it, not just like set New Orleans, nothing about New Orleans. Yeah, it's Mardi Gras. <laughs> right, there's just like a bunch of people flashing each other. <laughs> and Noble shows up, and he definitely just makes me think of our character that we created on the unassociated. Yeah, I told you you have to you have to send your letter to yourself so we have that copyright <laughs> so we can do them. Minus the fin. See, he doesn't have fin and he doesn't have goggles, so very distinct characteristics. <laughs> yeah. And then the other characters show up. And they basically have a meeting about what's going on. I thought another convenience thing. We're starting to get more and more convenience things. And what I mentioned earlier about his varying degree of intelligence. Mm-hmm. They're just like kind of smart, 14th in his class, smart for that high school. But now he can recalculate the frequency of the laser and connect it to glow to figure out where it comes from I'm just like so this guy is like a straight up genius 
Yeah, he, he says all the lasers are fed by some central energy source. So if you match the frequency and shoot a beam up, it'll go back. Yeah, so this guy is like genius, genius now. And I'm just like, so why is he 14th in his class? He goes to a regular school. Yeah, man, I was 14th in our class. I'm dumb <laughs> as shit. <laughs> so I thought that was just like a convenience thing. And then they basically go to fight the bad guys. The bad guys know they're coming and they say, let's do it. Big battle. Big boy. The end. What do you think? Uh, well, I did write one note that the author loves the word knuckleheads. He uses the word knuckleheads. Yeah. A shit ton in <laughs> these books, uh, which is great. You know, it's fine. I, yeah. I can, I can appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, I liked it. Uh, it's inter- it's funny that the, this like problem is introduced and resolved within a couple of panels and it doesn't seem to have that many lasting effects mm-hmm. in the overarching world not that we've seen yet yeah 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 so it's just like small enough that it that it doesn't seem like it has that effects but it could yeah possibly and i feel like if these people are out like trying to shoot people's parents I feel like the crime presence need to be represented a little bit more because other people are just robbing like community centers and shit. Mm-hmm. And these people are about to straight up murder somebody. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, I don't know the disparity between like what you think this book is and like some of the stuff that's happening is pretty yeah. wide. And maybe if you read all of the other books, maybe it helps even that out a little bit mm-hmm. like maybe the other the other books have the heavier tone and this book is a lighter book set in that world right if that makes sense yeah yeah maybe um but yeah i agree like you said in the previous issue it does turn up to 11 in the most random situations for it to be it's not leave it to beaver but these kids are still walking around like and having a pretty normal life like it seems like this would be a higher like hey stay at home high alert, bring in the National Guard situation. These guys have fucking laser cannons. <laughs> yeah, don't go out at night. Um, yeah, like they don't ever call the police after their parents were just kidnapped? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if the police are coming after them for a peaceful gathering, I can see why you wouldn't want to call the police. That's true. Yeah, what New Orleans, dude. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I, if, you, if you're in New Orleans, I'm just kidding. It's a beautiful... It's a nice place. Yeah, enjoy your, your town. Um... <laughs> Which another place where they kind of dial it up is during that community meetup. Like they're just sitting there talking and all of a sudden the police are beating them with nightsticks. Yeah, the police are there the whole time. And then all of a sudden they're just like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck this. Yeah. That dude. <laughs> and then, that's right after the superhero leaves. So you're like, why did that happen like that? Wonder <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I wonder where that connects in the in the larger world. If like something happens in one of his issues and that's why he has to go. Yeah. Um, so let's, you ready to move on to issue five? Let's do it. All right. So issue five is the last issue. Um, this one, we're getting a lot of perspective changes. We go from the villain who's, uh, Salim, I believe I said to Quinn, to his parents. Quinn's parents are reeling from the reveal of his powers and how they'll affect his life. Like you said, They'll kind of say they kind of talk about him getting home on time, taking care of his homework, stuff like that, like how how that's going to affect how he grows up. Um, 
the heroes are now tracking this light signal from Glow to find a laser, and the villain, as they're all in his building, are urging folks to take to the streets with his tech to defeat the heroes. He really doesn't like the heroes. Yeah. Um, this reminded me a lot of Syndrome in The Incredibles. Not mm-hmm. to that extent, but he seems to have this, like, hate, and he makes all this this technology to make himself better. You know, because yeah, it's like, like the hero, yeah. Yeah, so he's like jealous of the heroes. Um, so the heroes and these regular folk are fighting just outside uh, Zalim's building, and Quinn like figures out where Doctor Davis is. He figures out he's in the building, like sneaks in, and he talks to him a little bit. Um, I believe Quinn knows where this like energy sources for the lasers and that's why he goes into the building yeah he he yeah he he knows that the energy source is in there and then he finds davis there and that's when they kind of have their back and forth yeah 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 dr davis reveals and like i said dr earlier dr davis is the one that had like he was fired up about you know people kind of taking back their new orleans and and against like police and stuff like that Dr. Davis reveals that the villain uh, convinced him that his tech was the answer, basically, to fight fire with fire. Mm-hmm. Dr. Davis wasn't into the whole, like, peaceful demonstration thing because it didn't it, it didn't lead any, anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people like Martin Luther King Jr. were gunned down, didn't do any good for him, didn't do any good. So why don't we go at it with weapons, basically? Um Brittany, who is the love interest of Quinn, feels betrayed by Dr. Davis. Um, But Dr. Davis, after learning the evil intent of Zalim, he wants his redemption. So he takes them to the lab, which has the power source for his weapons. And this is where we come to the showdown. And it kind of begins in the same way that you see in a lot of these things where they open the door and Dr. Zalim is in there in like his power suit. And he's like, you finally made it, huh? <laughs> like, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's corny, but I also like stuff like that because again, this book is sort of campy. So it, that's campy too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He was kind of like, I've been waiting for you, Quinn. Like, Oh yeah. God, he knows who he is. <laughs> um, so his power suit was pretty cool too. It reminded me of like, when you look at muscles, uh, anatomical models of muscles, um and here we come to the the showdown between Quinn and Zalim, who is in some sort of power suit, like I said. Um Quinn wins pretty easily though. Yeah. He, he takes a hit, um, but like he just grabs an Achilles tendon on Dr. Zalim or something on his power suit and just kind of knocks him down. I had to look at that panel like three times because one his parkour skills after like one training session is, is perfect now. He bounced mm-hmm. around that building like it was nothing. Probably fire, man. And then he's like, uh, I don't know. I don't. So he's a genius. He figured out how to get to this building and how, how to calculate all these things. And then he's there and he's just like, I'm just going to start pulling wires. Pulls <laughs> out his, like you said, Achilles heel. And he's like, What did you do? And he says, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and again, it's just like, it just pulls an Achilles tendon. It's a power suit. It's not like his actual yeah. Achilles tendon. So yeah. I don't know why that disabled him so much, but, uh, um, but anyway, so <laughs> he, 
he sabotages the energy source and it like blows them out of a building. Mm-hmm. Uh, blows everybody out of the building. Britt, Quinn, Dr. Davis, and Zaleem. But Zaleem gets blown out first, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, yeah, in the, in the typical movie villain, what have you done? You'll regret this. And then gets, yeah. you know, sucked out of the vortex. Yeah, Team Rocket is blasting out again. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, so Quinn saves Brittany by basically pulling her in front of him and just falling, <laughs> hitting the ground, yeah. which again, you know, this, this brings in like physics, physics arguments. Like if you're in an elevator and the elevator drops, but you jump at the last second, are you safe? No, you still, you're still going yeah. as fast as the elevator's dropping. So I don't care yeah, how she, much he cushions. She definitely, her. yeah, she definitely has a concussion at the least. Yeah, yeah, she fell on a person <laughs> who was falling, you know, like you know, fifteen stories or whatever. Yeah, she hit the ground falling <laughs> out of a building with just like uh, one little cushion. Like it's also meat. It wasn't even that much of a cushion. It's like another person. <laughs> yeah, and he's indestructible, so his bones are probably pretty dense. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he's dead. It's a. But it's what? A, what what got me about that is that Noble comes through and saves Professor Dr. Davis <laughs> and he just like flies off. Yeah. Like, they were all relatively next to each other and he grabs him and he's like, yeah, you'll be all right. You got powers, right? I don't, I, we only had one conversation with each other. I, I think, I don't know what your powers are. Not falling. That's his weakness. Noble's power is uh, telekinesis. Oh. Um, so. He can, he, which lets him fly, which means it gives him super strength in the sense that, like, right, he can lift things up. So, like, he could have saved all three of them, <laughs> and I, I don't understand why he didn't. I really think telekinesis is like one of the best powers you could have. Yeah, like if I could pick one, it would be time, time manipulation, or or telekinesis for sure. Mine would be um, ghost powers. Ghost powers, like, <laughs> like being able to phase through walls and stuff. Like all of Danny Phantom's powers. Oh. The whole, the whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> Being able to sneak into the girls' locker room. <laughs> that's pretty uh, much it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, that's pretty much it. So Quinn saves Brittany. He takes the hit. As far as I, I can't really remember. I just wrote it's a satisfying end. I can't really remember. Yeah. Much well, else he goes to back to school. He says, you know, um, we ha- I haven't talked to her yet. It's like a. It, it's more like a kid, not a kid story, but like a teenage story. Like we haven't, I haven't talked to the girl, you know, we, they couldn't find the body. This power suit's just laid out. So he's some naked ass man running around. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the bullies are now there's a, the city started a program to help him, uh, gain skills necessary to get out of the system, which I thought was cool. Cause that was always important to Quinn. Like even when he got those first three guys arrested, he was like, his dad gives him this whole speech about perspective. And he's like, man, this is perspective. Like these guys are, were chosen to distribute all this, you know, the weapons, the same kind of guys were kind of lumped in together, but like they can't get out of this system because Mm -hmm. they're all automatically lumped in. So it's like, I'm contributing to putting them in that system. And so it was always something that was important to him. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You rob to feed your family, but then you get put in jail. Yeah. I think it is funny that, um alexander takes the suit off because like why you know yeah, that's weird you could probably fix it 
Yeah, it was weird. That was weird. And it was like a skin tight too, so he's definitely like in his underwear. <laughs> yeah, like one hundred percent. Like lubed up. It's like dripping like, lube. I just think about it, like in that instance, like there's explosions going on and there's just this guy just like Yeah. And everyone's everyone's like, I, I don't know. I saw a guy getting naked over there. I don't know what it's yeah. going on. For anyone that needs perspective, watch Ace Ventura when nature calls, look up the rhino scene. Yeah. That's what it's it was. Exactly like, like that. But minus explosions going on around it. <laughs> What I did like, I, I like that they're, they don't have a Justice League vibe. Like these heroes don't, they're not a team. Like the other yeah. heroes that are working together, they were just like, we are going to work together because they're getting hunted. But like, that's it. It's not like, and now we need to become a team. They're just like, all right, I'm fucking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting. And I, I, I kind of wonder. I'm sorry I say that word so much. <laughs> Interesting. I say it constantly. Anyway, um, I'm hyper aware of it now. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, I that's cool. Um, and it kind of makes me wonder how they keep in contact with each other. Like, yo, can I get your digits glow just in case some shit goes down? Well, she has the ability to beam lights into maybe she just does the Johnny Storm Fantastic Four thing. Where he would just go and make a giant fire four in the oh, yeah, sky. Yeah. So cool, man. <laughs> that's the best. Maybe that's what she does. There's like, oh, I guess somebody needs her help. Yeah. There's something glowing. Very bright. Somebody having a party over there? So overall, what did you think of Quinn Credible Volume 1? I think there is only five issues out. I don't think it's uh, picked back up. Mm. So I'll give you my pros. Uh, I like that it's lighthearted for the most part. Yeah. Uh and that it has some real world themes. They're few and far between, but it does deal with things that has happened um uh, uh that have happened and 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 that uh the um uh, you know, African American population have to deal with on a regular basis. Um like racial inequality with police, natural disasters. I mean, like Katrina was a clusterfuck and we yeah. you know, there was a reason why it was. Um overall um I like the illustrations, uh, but I've seen better. But again, you know, if you're working on a shoestring budget, I understand yeah. they could probably. I mean, we all know how long it takes to draw a page. I think like seven to eight hours just for one page, you know, yeah. colors and all. Um, if not and, more, yeah, colors and all of it. That's that's a yeah. fucking day a page, I'd imagine. Yeah, that's really what it calculates out to. So this guy was probably probably trying to speed up the process because they were like, yeah. hey. We can only pay this much. Yeah. Um, I like seeing a new black superhero. That is the main hero of the book. Um, and, uh, you know, he's got a different set of superpowers. It's not just a spinoff of something else. Yeah, because when you first see it, you think, oh, this is like Luke Cage, Power Man. But Luke Cage has it's stupid strength, you know. He mm -hmm. has in, in super strength and all this other stuff. And... And he doesn't feel any damage. They make it very, make it a point very early on. He says, I feel, I felt all of that. Like, that shit hurts. Yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't do anything it to doesn't, me. Yeah, it doesn't hurt me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, saw, I um, thought that was cool. Yeah, and and I like that it is um, in a city uh, other than New York, Chicago, San Francisco. Yeah. It's not a made-up city either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some history there. Um, my pros, my pros, are you, are you, yeah, I'm done. I was going to ask you. Yeah, my pros are this, a lot of the same things. I do enjoy seeing a new, fresh take on a character. 
that's well done. Like a lot of times, this isn't a kid. This is like a step up, a lot of steps up from a Kickstarter book. Mm-hmm. These Kickstarter books, and they just have no direction and no, you know, I'm not trying to crap on Kickstarters, but this one had a, an overall direction, had a great feel to it. The pacing was good. The art worked very well. One thing that I can say about, we'll talk about the art in a second. And I, I liked it. I liked that he, that his only power was that he couldn't get hurt. And that was it because that's true. Like what can he really do? He could get his ass kicked all mm-hmm. the time, but like, that's it. He doesn't know how to fight. They didn't make him an expert fighter or a boxer. They didn't make him, you know, a gymnast, even though he says he is, you know, it just, I thought it was cool. Yeah. It's like if you gave Spider-Man one power, like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like if either one of us got in vulnerability, like I wouldn't yeah. know how to fight anybody. Yeah, I still wouldn't be an because every Marvel superhero has their power, but then they also have peak human strength or peak human strength endurance. They are like an Olympic athlete on top of that. That should be its own superpower, being yeah. an Olympic level athlete instantly. You know what I mean? So I thought that was cool. Um, I like all the characters. The love interest was was cool. Her boyfriend was the absolute worst, but I think he was meant to be the worst so mm-hmm. it worked um yeah what about cons what do you got um really the cons is just that the artwork wasn't consistent um and the covering the coloring is a bit flat but sometimes i like that i, I feel like they weren't going for that look here yeah so it doesn't work um yeah. if if you're gonna make it deliberate it needs to look deliberate um yeah, some some pages had these uh, not art pieces, but like very vibrant colors, very vibrant tones, and then the other ones were flat pages, so it didn't they don't work well together. It's either or. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yeah, uh, yeah, like you, I mean, like that splash page with glow shooting or power, like that was an amazing page. It's really yeah. well done. The coloring's amazing. Whatever effect they put on there looks great. But the whole book has to be effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of it, yeah, um, yeah. That could be a cover, really. That looks like somebody's cover artwork for it. Yeah. Um. Overall, the story doesn't make a lot of sense. If that, you know, like the like why the vil- what the villains' mm-hmm. motivations are, uh, or why Doctor Davis, like even the importance of Doctor Davis and why he's involved, yeah. other than just being like a community leader. It that part, it's just like. For, for I don't know much about New Orleans, but the the this big building that's like Lex Luthor building in the middle of town, where this guy's just commanding his thug troops out of, or whatever you know these guys out of, with their laser beams. Yeah, I, I don't know that part. It just doesn't really match mm-hmm. with the rest of it. Um, maybe if they had a lesser villain in this one, and then continued on with like this bigger villain. Maybe. Yeah. So I'm with you. Uh, do you have any more cons? Mm-mm. No, that's it. So I'm with you. I feel like this is an origin story, but five issues might have been too much. Like this villain seems like a big villain, but he's not. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of like, it's a, it's an introductory story, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's too long because it's only five issues, but it just seems like there was a lot of buildup and the payoff on that buildup was handled in like three pages like a panel 
yeah. panel and a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they had the fight that lasted one big panel, which was just kind of like uh, it wasn't a. It, I don't know. I say it was a letdown, but I keep looking at it as an origin story. Like a lot of origin stories, probably aren't that good. Yeah, I think I go back and read them. Right. I. It's not that it's a letdown. I wish they would have saved that moment. Mm-hmm. for later maybe yeah. when he's more trained when he has this costume that's in all the covers that he doesn't have yet yeah let him fight the uh the henchman his lead henchman yeah something like that or yeah. learn, learn like beat him up he gets to that point where he can actually beat him up and then learns about where these weapons are coming from or something yeah. like that yeah um it's funny that you bring up the covers that's one that's my main con is that the covers are all amazing mm-hmm the covers are great. They make the and we talked about it in previous episodes where we hate it when the cover art is so good and then like the interior art, not saying it's bad, doesn't match. And so you see these right. great great covers with this suit that looks great, this like totally developed character, and then the interior art just doesn't ever show the suit. Don't even show him getting it, which I, or even working on it. Like right. I thought it was gonna be a thing where he's like. He gets some indestructible material from Noble, or he finds some material. Like, I thought in my head he was going to take that suit, the prototype suit, and then sort of start. You see it in the background on the last few panels where he's doing his inner monologue, where he's using that material to build his suit, you know, spray painted or whatever. Yeah. You know, he doesn't even really look like the character on the covers. He doesn't at all. Yeah. Yeah, so I was I love the covers. Uh, there are different covers, like the collected edition has him actually on there, like the same. I think they had the interior artists do it, so it actually looks better. And I appreciate that more. Like I would rather that. Yeah, you know what I mean, I think it represents the book more. On this collection too, it's it's funny. It shows a breakdown of how his costume is going to be, and shows all these facial features and stuff. But again, you we never see that costume. We know nothing no. about that. Heavy purple overtones in every cover. Which purple's my favorite color, so I was like, "Oh man, this is a new black character." I'm in. His costume is purple, my favorite color. This is could be my favorite character. I just don't think it's there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And, and this book came out in 2019, I think, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it said 19. Mm-hmm. So it could be. Um, it could be coming out soon. Like I said, after Lion Forge was on a hot street before the pandemic hit so maybe once things settle down they'll pick it back up yeah overall oh yeah we got to do the rating what do you think about the art as overall you said it was okay yeah overall overall the art is okay i would give it if i had to give it a number score which i know that you know we do the toe scale but if i had to give it a number score just so you kind of know where i'm at i'd probably give it like a seven or eight not bad yeah better than i could do i would think that in my head every time i when i was reading it there was just some panels that were very not rigid because it, it, it's not i'm not saying it's a bad thing it was very structured and then some of them were very loose like it was teetering between like regular comic book art and then something of like a trad more very exaggerated panels which i was just like i wish they would dive more into that like try to not be so in the box Mm-hmm. like just dive deep just i'm way more interested in experimental type art that just, i think it would do this book more justice you know yeah i can agree i can agree with that 
So that was my only gripe with the art. I liked it. I feel like it, it you can tell this artist is has so much potential, honestly. But it just it's just dive deeper into that experimental side, man. Don't have to be so structured. Yeah, man. Suck a dick. You know? <laughs> One thing that I don't know if I don't know if you noticed if you knew, but Rodney Barnes wrote this. Rodney Barnes. Rodney Barnes is the same guy that wrote Kill Philadelphia. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's pretty cool. That is but cool. That's our review. Let's get to Got it. The ratings. I haven't even thought about this. Um, I think I know well. Yeah. I'm kind of caught between. I think I know. I'm looking around, but I'm picking the same one. Uh, I'm kind of caught in between. Um, <clears throat> you want to go first? Y'all go first this time. I'm going to go with <clears throat> C3. There's toast there. The bread is, isn't crumbled up. I would enjoy that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not straight up white bread, flimsy white bread. It's also not burnt. It's not mm -hmm. perfect, though. You know, it's it could use a little bit more toast. I'm going to go in a kind of a different direction. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with H4. It's H4. not it's it's a little bit too done in my opinion yeah um, i feel like they needed to focus in some other areas but they overdid it in some other areas mm. so that's my reasoning it's not burnt it's not yeah. a bad book but i feel like they were kind of putting a lot more energy in my opinion in the wrong areas yeah yeah i can definitely see that i can definitely see that so huh. well this was this was good if you've read quit incredible let us know what you think if you want an official grading chart, you can go to our Discord and save the picture, or we'll figure out some way to send you guys one. But that's it. That's a wrap, folks. We uh, will be circling the drain because we don't have anything else to review. Yeah, tell us. Uh, tell them where they can find us, Lex. Yeah, you can find us everywhere. You know what? Just You can go to WednesdayPoll.com. All of our links will be in there. You can follow us at all of our social media at WednesdayPoll. Simon is Simon Toast on Instagram. Wednesday Pull Sime on TikTok. And uh, yeah, we're posting all kinds of stuff. Yeah, man. You want to see some toy photography? You want to see some videos? You want to see some great content from uh, Lex on the comic book side? He, he, has, he puts out a, a lot of good videos. I really enjoy seeing what he has to say about matchups and things like that. So there's some good stuff there. Yeah, and again, you guys can just go to our website, and it, you it will, you know, you can listen to the podcast there. You can check out Simon's photos and links to all of our other stuff. So WednesdayPool dot com will be the place that you can go to get all your pool needs. That central hub for all yeah. your pool needs to get pulled. To uh, I was going to make a first show. Uh, yeah, we're circling the drain before we get too X rated, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>